0: Thank you, Jeanette. Hey, everybody. Jeanette Diffkins from Onyx Legal. Now, one of the questions that came up last week, and I think it was from you, Alan, was about refunds. Uh, Just a question around refunds and what you can and can't do around refunds because we were talking about making sure you get paid and uh, being paid upfront for products or services. So the natural follow on from that is what can I do around refunds? We work with a lot of clients who do, for example, high end training programs, uh, which run over a period of time. They might be a 12 month training program and it's common for them to come to us and say, hey, this person signed up for this training program. It had limited numbers. Um, they signed up for the 12 months, they're halfway through, they now want out. Um, they're asking for a refund or they're asking not to pay the balance of the fees. Um, what do we do and what can we do? So, in every situation, uh, it doesn't matter which country you're in. Uh, for the Western countries or the English speaking countries, Australian, or not Australian, but consumer protection laws will apply. And they're different depending on where you are, but I'll speak to the Australian consumer laws today. So in Australia, you have to meet consumer guarantees when you provide products or services. There are about nine specific guarantees around the provision of products including things like it has to be fit for purpose it has to um, be of reasonable quality for how much you pay for it so a two dollar item does not have to you know last you 10 years if it's a two dollar item it's expected to be a disposable quality but if it's a seven thousand dollar item it's expected to last a bit longer Um, It's got to be delivered in a timely manner which is very interesting in this day and age with for example how long it takes you to get a motor vehicle. Um, I found out from my one of my siblings on the weekend that they ordered a car in May last year and they got it on Friday. Um, So you know what's Timely, depending on your industry, and those sorts of things. When you're delivering services, you've got three consumer guarantees that you must meet. They are that it must be fit for purpose, must be delivered with due care and skill, and must be delivered in a timely manner. Um, In addition to the consumer guarantees, there are other obligations under consumer law that you have to comply with. And one of those is around pricing. So when you put your pricing out there, you cannot say on your advertising that there are no refunds because consumer law says that you must refund a product that has a major fault. An example of this is I read far too many cases in this area last year, Um, RVs or caravans, motorhomes, that kind of thing. They're hugely popular at the moment. There have been numerous court cases where people, sort of six, 12 months down the track, want their money back because the vehicle that they have purchased just does, doesn't cut it. Um, frequently, one of the problems is they leak and they leak really badly, which, you know, if you're camping, in the middle of nowhere, you do not want to be in a caravan that leaks in tipping down rain. Um, The courts have made a lot of decisions in this area. So essentially what it comes down to is if you purchase a product like an RV, say it has a value of $60,000 and it has so many faults that every time you get anywhere near civilization, it's in the repair shop. Then that series of what may be otherwise minor faults, because there are so many of them, and because it spends, you know, three months out of four in the repair shop, that becomes a major fault and entitles you to a refund. So what consumer law says is, if there is a major fault in the product, then you must offer a full refund. If there is not a major fault in a product, if it's a minor fault, then you as the supplier of the product or service can offer your choice of a refund, a replacement or the cost of replacement of the product or service again, that kind of thing. But if you say no refunds, you're actually infringing consumer law. Now, this doesn't mean, pardon me, that you have to refund in every single circumstance. So if someone changes their mind, you have no obligation to refund them. And this is the biggest thing with online courses and stuff like that is people go, they purchase it and then a week later they go, "I actually, I'm not going to get around to doing that. I want my money back. That's changing their mind you have no obligation to refund the money. They've purchased it. They've got continued access to it. They can continue to access it uh, depending on how you set up your system until you remove that access. You don't have to refund them. Now, from a non-legal perspective and a customer service perspective, you might look at it and go, okay, it is not worth the hassle. It is not worth the nasty comments on social media. I'm just going to refund them the money. That's fine. But what you need to understand is that in certain circumstances, you must refund and in other circumstances, you don't have to. And the main determining factor is whether there's a fault in the product or service. So if there's no fault, you don't necessarily have to give a refund. If there is, yes, you do. Uh, And that's why no refund signs are not considered legitimate is because they don't provide that qualification. You can put up a sign or you can put up a notice on a website that says no refunds if you simply change your mind. Um, There are, I know, in online products, A lot of suppliers uh, through eBay and Amazon and places like that will say um, put in qualifications about colours in particular because the way colours show up in screens, digital screens, It can be different on every single computer. So there's no, it's very hard for them to guarantee that the product you purchase has the same colour when it arrives as what you thought it had. So they'll have a qualification that says there may be a variation in the colour between you know, what's been advertised and what you actually receive and that's got something to do with the digital representation of colours. Obviously, if you order something in pink and it comes in black, that's a problem, um, you know, those sorts of things. So it's more about uh, how the product's supplied um, and whether or not it has any actual faults um, and how reasonable your customers are. Um, we we work with a number of clients, particularly in the um, – education that non-regulated education space so um, personal development all of that sort of thing who when they get refunds they come to us and say okay what what can we do what do we have to do and we help them through that process uh, so any questions about that so yeah, got so a question? have a question. just raise oh. your, your hands there yeah, yeah I've got a question with the um. Uh, very topical, the caravan one. At the moment, I've got a, a mate who's been waiting over a year. It's more about the delivery is that they just can't get it into the country. Where, do you, where does someone sit on that out of curiosity? Um, so it, it's a matter of communication and what's reasonable. So if the supplier, when the person ordered the product, said the likely delay is 8 to 12 months, and they continued with the purchase after being told that, they got to wait the eight to twelve months. If, however, they were told it'll be three or four months, and then they've received constant updates, it's questionable. It can go either way. And it depends what's reasonable. But if it's if they were told three months and it's been 12 and they've got no indication of when it might arrive, then they can say, Oh, look, I, you know this is ridiculous, I needed it back six months ago for a planned trip and we've missed that trip and I understand that there are problems but I don't want it anymore. Um, I'm not changing my mind. It's the fact that you've been unable to deliver. They should be entitled to a refund. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's in very broad general terms. Sure. Um, it, you know, I don't know what they've signed. I don't know what they've yeah, been told, yeah. all of those sorts of things. Mm. Thank be you. A, a general uh, overview of it. And then from there, you'd look at the nitty gritties of what they've actually signed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, from there. Any other questions? Okay, well, thanks very much, uh, uh, Jean.